Hi everyone, welcome to The Thoughtful Millennial, the podcast where we reflect on our rapidly evolving attitudes on everything from mental health to how to become a more sustainable human. As always, I'm here with John. Hi, John. Hey, Halima. How are you? I am good. What about yourself? I'm doing great. You know, um, here in Salzburg, life is you know just awesome i'm enjoying it so far and i don't know like i have classes soon and i'm trying to prepare to that it's you know a bit uh, scary to think about this because so many things have changed and yeah you know okay but i'm feeling good so i'm happy with that (laughs) what about you (laughs) good no i'm glad to hear it i you know i've never visited salzburg i've been to as far as Vienna, but never Salzburg. So I'd, I'd love to go one day. That's where we must catch up in person. Yeah. And also don't forget to try the Sacher Tort, the the famous Austrian um, cake, the chocolate cake. It's delicious. Oh, I you did get hear a, that. Get your priorities right, John. Try cake first. <laughs> <laughs> cake first, studies later. <laughs> um, I, I will think about that. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, you know, like, now that we are talking about this, um, it just makes me think about all this process and how, you know, long it has been. And actually, the most important part, I think, is leaving places behind or leaving things behind. Because, you know, at least in this case, uh, what I did was to live my whole life in Bolivia. I had to change a lot of things, you know. I had to uh, leave relationships. I had to... Um, you know, leave my, my family and I know it's like a, a huge thing that has happened and I know like what do you yeah. think like if you have, you know, have ex- ever experienced this kind of, you know, leaving things behind and, and to what extent it has been and if it has been difficult um, Yeah Well, absolutely and I think for sure you can share more on this um, but I I have never been in a situation where I've left the country for work. So I've definitely moved around within the same country. So I haven't faced the challenges of new language, new cuisine, being completely, you know, distant from my family in the sense that I couldn't get to them within the same day. So I, I haven't experienced it to that extent. Um, but I've been thinking about it recently, um, just with jobs and and relocating if that's something I want Um, and you really do have to take it quite seriously because it's almost like it's almost like starting from scratch Um, and that is something that really is quite scary (laughs) and also um, yeah just add some yeah add some some uh, realism to, to the whole concept uh, rather than this glamorous view of traveling the world and, you know, meeting new people and trying new things. It's actually like quite a scary process. So, mm-hmm. I mean, how have you found it? Like, I, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't easy, but um, how did you face the, the challenges that come with leaving your life for a different continent? Oh, wow. Well, I, I can, I think, probably talk endlessly about it because... You know, one of probably the hardest things, it was like, first of all, my family, like leaving my family. I mean, not being physically with them in person, because 
uh, you know, you can no longer yeah. stay with them in a room, talk to them, you know, while watching TV probably, or, you know, even eat with them. I mean, you can still have calls and that's great, yeah. but it's not the same. It's not the same feeling. And that was probably like the, the biggest challenge. But besides that, you know, like, um, like going to a place that you don't know much about probably, like, you know, the, um, what are these things that make it unique? Because uh, in the end, every place is unique. But, you know, trying to learn new habits about how to, I know, collect the trash, how to, uh, you know, buy in the supermarket, um, how to use your mobile data. Uh, You know, these things are like, they are just hard. It's like, I mean, they're not, of course, impossible, but there are like many things that you have to consider. And, you know, I was actually talking to a friend the other day and um, like it was, uh, yeah, you know, I'm really good at moving. You know, I love administrational stuff, you know, just doing all the paperwork. It's fine for me. Okay. But I always forget that I have to cook from the first day uh, <laughs> and then I have to buy ingredients, Aww. you know, and I have to go to the supermarket like as the first thing because I have to eat, right? Um because it would be like I would always yeah. have like try to prepare this beforehand, but because it's the first time, it's like oh gosh I don't have food left from you know from my prepared meal prep or something so, gosh yeah. <laughs> I I know you know these kind of things. Well, it's yeah. it's like exactly it's not the glamorous things in life, is it? It's it's just the little errands you need to run those little frustrations yeah. and. I'm actually really glad you talked about that because I think we can, you know, when we think about it in theory, we're probably making it out to be much easier than it actually is. But in in reality, practically, it's quite challenging. And I think the the thing that's changed my view most recently has obviously been the pandemic, right? Because I remember, for example, during the uh, just before the lockdown, my grandma actually passed away. Um, I like, iron- like, not ironically, the opposite of ironically. It actually wasn't from COVID, um, but she passed away, and we were going to her funeral. And one of my cousins couldn't travel back for her funeral. He was in, uh, I was, he was in the Czech Republic, and they were on lockdown already. Or it took him three days to get back to the UK, just from Europe. And it's something like when you talk about the most difficult thing is not being physically there with your family. It's it's that and also like the idea of, okay, well, how easily can I get back to them if I need to get back to them? That's something that always goes through my mind as well. And so I think we just have this tendency in our minds to make it seem much easier than it actually is and i i think it takes a pretty resilient person to be able to uh move to a different country and and start a life there so i i don't think everybody can do it by any means i think it it really takes a, a special person so um yeah you're much greater than me in this respect um, no, i'm still no. i'm still in the uk not so far from my family <laughs> No, but, you know, I think that um, it's something that everyone, every person can can do because as humans, we can adapt to things, to, to, to changes. And, 
it, it's yeah. uh, I know it's just like of course a process that is long and it takes time which is probably something that not everyone you know not everyone has the patience which is yeah. a bit different um, but um, you know I think that when you like you know go through these experiences uh, the one you you went through with with the funeral so and I'm you know I'm sorry to to hear that um it's it's just like you are <laughs> like it's too easy now to think thanks to the internet and you know all things that we we can connect with now that it's not that difficult right because yeah like you can call in anyone anytime basically in the world right now but when it comes about you know being in person with someone it's just hard especially for me for example like coming from this uh, this perspective many of my uh, classmates are planning to go back home for holidays during christmas mm -hmm. and okay. yeah it's possible you know you just take a train or you can you know take a, a short flight which is awesome and i love that but in my case like it requires around 16 hours just the flight to get back home and the prices oh, are goodness. like really expensive yeah. so is it really worth it i mean i love my family i enjoy you know having time with them but i mean probably i can also use that money to probably invest it in my future or probably you know buy something for my knees i know like there are multiple things that we can do hmm. and I know when when it comes about leaving, you know, places behind again to to the, to the main topic of of today's episode. I think that we have to be really aware that you know when we are in a place, and it's the same thing that happens, I think, to everyone. We might take things for granted, and now we have more technology. I think it's a more common thing that happens. So. You know, I think that this also goes back to many of, like some of the episodes we did before that is about being grateful, right? And, you know, I think that the main idea of leaving things behind uh, is and not feel bad about it is when you are grateful with the things that are happening right now. Because no matter what happens next, you won't be living with, a, with, with this, you know, feeling of emptiness. Uh, because you will feel with, I think, you know, you will feel with this feeling of knowing that you gave your best, you enjoy it, enjoy it the most, and it's just like something that is part of the past, it's part of your your past, and because you enjoyed it, uh, it's not something you regret not having anymore, um, which is, of course, like, it, needs, it requires a lot of self-awareness, and, you know, it requires to be really conscious about what's happening, but... I think that's a skill that can help everyone that is going through this, you know, experience of leaving things behind. But I know. Thank you so much for sharing that. No, I think, I mean, it's just, it's kind of remarkable, like you, to hear you kind of speak and, and you are super solid and present in the moment. Um, despite, I'm sure, g going through a hard time leaving leaving people you love um, back home, I, I, I'm just really pleased to hear kind of your your perspective and 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 your the the state you're in uh, currently. You. Um, you're happy and you're excited about it. So that's really coming through. I remember when I was 
I was dropped off for university and I don't know what came over me, but I just started crying when my parents left because it would be the first time that I was spending, well, a really extended period of time away from them, um, I, 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 which I think is fine. That's only, only yeah. natural as well. But something I, I think about often now, and I was just having this conversation today is, I'm not sure about you, but I always had this desire to work abroad not not for too long like you know a temporary thing maybe two three years work abroad in one of these lovely places I always always wanted to live like maybe the UAE um, maybe the Far East um, working as a as an expat for a good company you know multinational and it's just something that I have said for since I could think of and it's something that even now I I say I want to do and today I sat down and I actually thought about why I feel that desire to live abroad is it because I want to experience those countries is it because I want a different job is it because I want to earn more money like what what is the actual reason um and I I think I realized that I don't actually want it that much I think this is what came out of today's reflection. And the reason is because I was thinking about what I want the long-term plan to be, what happiness looks like for me. And for me, it's in a place where I can meet up with friends and do activities you know, on a weekly basis, be not so far from family in case they need me, be around kind of a, an ethnic community, um, all of these things are very important to me in a, in a home with comforts I love. And actually, I'm not too far off achieving that. I think what I'm missing is friends. <laughs> <laughs> because all of my friends, like you, are abroad. And I think that's just a, a millennial problem these days because straight out of university, you make international friends and then they go back and that's kind of just happened. So apart from the friends piece, um, I, I think I'm not too far from living that goal. And all, all that would happen is if I moved abroad for two, three years now, is I would delay reaching that happy place for two, three years. It, I don't think it would help me get to that end goal because the end goal is all about building a community that I can live with. Um, and living somewhere for two, three years is not, it's not the end game. So, yeah, I, I think that it's just worth also challenging yourself every so often on okay why did I do this is it fulfilling the purpose I initially went out with if yes excellent if no why not and how can I make the the best of this situation so that's just another thing I had in mind and I just wondered kind of if you're happy to share what what you want to get out of this this experience being abroad well, you know, I think that first of all, what you just mentioned probably is uh, this idea that probably, probably the media and, you know, social media is just glamorizing this idea of being an expert, um, right? And yeah. it's like just thinking of, uh, you know, living your best life abroad because, yeah, you have to experience all the, all the <laughs> cultures. Like, I mean, it sounds nice yeah. in paper, but I mean, it requires a lot of understanding and and you know respect because um if you go to a new place you are no longer like 
you might not be able to show yourself at 100% at first because there are certain things that are done in a different way, which doesn't mean that you have to, you know, go against your own feelings and emotions, but you have to respect where you are at, right? So probably like that's one of the things I love the most about in, in my case, like traveling and moving around the world that I can learn how to respect more people. <laughs> It sounds a bit strange, but like yeah. it really helps me to feel, you know, happy with my decisions because then I know, you know, I can like create my own way of thinking that is related to many more cultures. And whenever I talk with someone new, I feel comfortable because I know that I developed the skills to understand them. Um, so right now, for example, you can hear in the background, there are people laughing outside here and I think that's a, like something I probably I, I wouldn't be happy with if I was in Japan, for example, because I'm not that, you know, that much common. But here it's fine because it's a university dorm and, you know, they also shouldn't like, I mean, they, they, they don't care that I'm recording a podcast and that's fine, you know. And that, you know, this, this change of cultures made me understand that it's completely fine and it shouldn't be a problem if people are expressing themselves for who they are and what their culture is telling them. So, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're such a good international student. We need more Johns. That's totally the right attitude. Yeah, I'm. I'm so honestly, honestly pleased to hear that you're already enjoying it as much <laughs> as you, you are, and, and long may that continue. But yeah, that's completely the, the right attitude. I need to work on it. I, I basically hate everybody equally, and um, that's the equilibrium I reached. I mean, that's uh, that's still like a good way to look at people, right? Because then, uh, if you can, because really, like, if you can hate everyone the same way, then you can also love them in the same way, like equally to all of them, right? So. That's so positive. What a way to finish. Let's leave. Let's end on that that inspirational <laughs> quote. I I really love that. thank you, Halima, for today's thank episode. Thank you so much, um, John. I really enjoyed it a lot, and um, you know, I hope you are also enjoying yourself and you know having a a good time there. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much, John. Looking forward to chatting next week. Yeah. See you soon, Halima. Bye bye. Take care. Bye.